There are those who dedicate themselves to a sense of honor, to a life of courage, and a commitment to something greater than themselves. They have always defended this nation and each other. They still do. The few, the proud, the Marines. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marble Newtown Tigers on www.marblenewtownfootball.com. Calling tonight's game from high atop the 50-yard line in Harry Harvey Stadium in Newtown Square, Pennsylvania, here's Bob Herpin and Greg Pecco. Good evening, everyone. It's another unseasonably warm Friday night under the lights for Marple Newtown High School football. Tonight, the Tigers face an unfamiliar non-league opponent as the winged Lions of Pius X come to Harry Harvey Stadium. It's home game number six. Two more to go for Ray Giantis' four and six squad, who have a golden opportunity to finish off this tremendous turnaround and break even after an 0-5 start to the season. With me, as always, on the broadcast is Greg Pecco. Greg, how about last week? <laughs> Thoroughly dominating performance by the Tigers yeah. on the road once again. Oh, yeah, and, and all, sp- on the, all spots on the offense were in favor of the Tigers. Is Kevin Johnson, 4 for 4 not many pass attempts, but he did have two touchdowns, and he had up over 500 quarterback rating, 139, 130-plus yards. And then Dan G- uh, no, excuse me, Phil Graziano, huge on the ground last week, over 150 yards rushing, four TDs. He just thoroughly dominated the game. Dan Giordano on the defensive side of the football, 10 total tackles again, leading that defense. Now, Phil Graziano, of course, in the last home game, exactly at the 1,000-yard mark now, pushing 1,200 yards, and has an outside chance in these last two games, if everything goes right, he could make 1,500. Yeah, he's he's got a real great shot at doing that. Uh, tonight will be an interesting test. You have, an, you have a, a team in... St. Pius, that isn't very good of a team, does not have a win as 0-8 this season, has given up a lot of yards, a lot of points, and Graziano, theoretically, if he runs for about 150 to 200 tonight, will be well within reach against Academy Park in two weeks for that 1,500-yard mark. And, of course, like we said, 0-5 start to the season, Greg, and all of a sudden, everything seemed to be falling Marple Newtown's way very gradually, quarter to quarter, half to half, game to game. And now you look at this team 4-6 and six, with... Two chances at home to break even. It's it's just an amazing story. And they've they've won a lot. They've won about three to four games now in a row, and looking to just cap it off uh, this week. And and then the next week for the round out of the season, get back to 500, finish the season, and, and have a real good morale boost heading into next year. Well, we did see in the opening scrimmage back way back in mid-August of Academy Park, uh, Marple Newton didn't seem to have any trouble, and hopefully that will carry over not only this week but also in that final game as well. Uh, we'll be back for the opening kickoff here at Harry Harvey Stadium. We're just about two, four or five minutes from the start of this contest. Bob Herbin all behind the microphone and Greg Pecco, your play by your color man along with executive producer Jim Alsman. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network, presented exclusively by the United States Marine Corps. <laughs> 
With two games left to play in the 2008 season, the Marble Newtown Tigers sit at 4-6. The Tigers are looking to go undefeated the rest of the way out and finish the season with a 500 record. Tonight, they welcome St. Pius X into Harry Harvey Stadium for a non-league matchup here in early November. Phil Graziano is coming off of a stellar performance last week at Harrington, where he ran for over 150 yards and had four touchdowns. Graziano will eye even bigger numbers tonight against the Wing Lions as his career as a Tiger comes to a close. Bob Herbert and Greg Pecco bring you all the action next on the Tigers Radio Network. Listening to Bob Herpin and Greg Pecco on the Tigers Radio Network, bringing you exclusive coverage of Marple Newtown football only on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Brought to you exclusively by the United States Marine Corps, the few, the proud, the Marines. And back to live action here at Harry Harvey Stadium just prior to the coin toss here. We had the Marple Newtown School Band go through the Star Spangled Banner. And we're just about set to have the Tri-Captains, Giordano Graziano and Reynolds, meet at the 50-yard line with representatives from Pius X. And we also like to say that a referee for this evening, hopefully he will not get too much of a workout, will be Mr. John Kelly. You'll get that as, as we have the last couple weeks here over the monitors. And it looks like the Tigers have decided to kick the football here and let the winged Lions of St. Pius have the first chance. And we'll see that Tigers defense that has really picked it up here in the late latter portion of this season. And, Greg, what happened last week with the coin toss? Did Marple Newtown ended up winning that and, and uh, taking it down for a score? Um, well... I did not make the first half of the game last week due to the Phillies parade. However, I believe they did start off with the football. And, of course, we'd be remiss without saying, you know, congratulations to the 2008 Phillies as Adam Fender's kick is a low line drive. It's a squib kick bouncing at the 25. Across the 20, taken up by a man, number 8 for St. Pius. Across the 25, the 30, 35 has a seam to the outside, but it's finally dragged down short of the 40. That was Dante Asmeyer for St. Pius who ran up to the 39-yard line, 38-yard line. So the Wicked Lions set up first and ten now with only nine seconds gone here in this opening quarter. Nothing, nothing. At their own 38-yard line. 
Cole Parkinson, the quarterback, under center here. Two backs. One wide receiver split left, one to the right. There's a handoff off the right side. Man cuts back at the 40, 45, 50. Finally dragged down across midfield. Matt Vandergriff on the stop for the Tigers as the quarterback for St. Pius made a couple nice moves and got up about 12 yards on the carry. Interesting wrinkle here early on. It's just something we saw with uh, Upper Darby, but to a greater extent with Lower Marion a couple weeks ago, is that the quarterback is able to have full mobility and he can uh, fake the handoff well and sell it and go for big yardage. So first play of the contest gets the Winged Lions into Marple Newtown territory, first and 10 at the Marple Newtown 49. Two wide receivers put again, two backs. Directly behind the quarterback, it is a handoff to Astheimer. This time he's driven back shy of the 45 and then almost back to the 50 as a trio of tacklers meet him. And a stop by Joe Carini for the Tigers after about a four to five yard carry for St. Pius. As you see, the uh, Winged Lions offensive line creating holes early on, but unfortunately there's not a whole lot of space after that uh, hole is created for the quarterback or the back. Yeah, I think that the Lions are just taking uh, advantage, though, of the yardage. They are picking up, taking advantage of the unfamiliarity between these two teams at the moment, so I'm sure the Tigers will, that defense will dig in in a few moments. Last timer of the gain of four, second and six from the 45 with 10.33 to go, first quarter. Parkinson under center again. He takes it to keeper across the 40, 35, cuts back at the 30 towards the center of the field and dragged down about the 27 there as he almost had a little uh, space yeah. from crossing from right to left and had almost broke it open. Well, Phil Graziano, Ron Alf able to make the stop after a very, very good run by the quarterback. He's a, he's a quick guy, it appears, getting out of that pocket. He's real quick on his feet, real light on his feet. Doesn't look like a particularly big quarterback. So see how he is, how his arm is maybe but a, later. An excellent read by the defense there, not to let him get too far uh, towards the near side, which is the left side towards us. Yeah. So another big gainer for St. Pius. First down and 10 from the Marple Newtown 27 now. They have Dylan Pasick and Corey Egan split wide. This time handoff goes off tackle, doesn't get much further than the 25-yard line. Dan Giordano on the stop at the line there, or just past the line of scrimmage for Ast the Tigers. Astheimer again on the carry. So it looks like it'll be a, a lot of option we'll see here early from this Lions team. Or possibly a fake option. Yeah. Just take it wherever there's a seam. Gain of three on the play. Second down and seven from the 24. Once again... Egan split to the left. Pasek to the right. Two backs directly behind Parkinson. He's under center. Fakes a handoff. Keeps it himself. Bounces off the tackler about the 22. And he's dragged down there. And it looks like Nick Stevens on the stop for the Tigers that time in the linebacking core in that second level. So early on, uh, St. Pius moving the ball, but uh, a great job there to quickly adapt by the Marple Newtown defense. Yeah, they're doing a nice job of, of starting to dig in now and just realizing that this team's just going to try and run the ball. No real attempts at the pass and might as well stack up until they throw one. It's also like that rookie pitcher. Once through the lineup, he can fool you, but the second time and third time, you're going to catch on. So third down and five. Parkinson now in a shotgun formation. He drops back. He's got a man at the 30. Steps up. He's going to run with it across the 25, across the 20. Cuts to the outside towards the far sideline. 
Appears to pick up the first down before he's run out of bounds. Yeah, just kind of ran out of bounds there trying to avoid the tackles. Nobody really got a, got a lock on him as he quickly pulled that down after he read the uh, the defensive coverage and decided to take off as he saw a hole on that far side of the field. Well, interesting read there. Parkinson was only a three-step drop in the shotgun. Didn't take more than one or two looks to either side of the field before he decided to tuck it under his arm and go. It, it, it's, well, it was definitely a pass play. It wasn't a drawn-up draw, but it, it was a smart play by a, quarter, by a young quarterback. So another fresh set of downs for the Winged Lions at the 15-yard line. Now 8.03 remaining here in this opening quarter. Pius, the first possession and drive of the contest. Parkinson hands it off. It's fumbled. Back behind the line of scrimmage. Uh, we'll see who comes up with it. Looked like Kevin Striegel may have fell on it. But we'll see what the officiating crew says. And they, they're going to keep it on the hands of the Lions there. Oh, that's a very lucky break for the Lions there. That ball came clearly out and backwards four or five yards. It looked like a, a couple of Marple Newtown players fell on top of that. But it looked like it was a the ball carrier ended up luckily being on the bottom of that pile and just scooped Rolled it up. over on top of the ball. Sometimes so, that happens. Lucky break for one team, a unlucky break for the other. In any case, a loss of two on that play. Second down and 12 from the 17 with 7.20 to go. Two wide receivers split both to the left this time. It's, again, Pasek and Egan. Now There's another fumble. fumble on the snap, and this time Marple Newtown, at least they look like they have it, and they're pointing in that direction. We'll see what happens. Waiting for the word, and they do. Nick Stevens fell on that one for the Tigers that time, and a big fumble recovery is... It's, it appears, and, and it looked kind of earlier that the quarterback ha- was having some trouble with the snaps today, or at least holding onto the ball after the snap. So looks like that continues here for the Lions. Oh, that looked like it was a botched. Uh, Astimer had a, a, a clear path right up the middle on the handoff, and it just did not go as planned. So Nick Stevens, great turn of events here. First of all, they got Pius going backwards in, in their own territory, and now a turnover on downs, first and 10 from the 16. There's a handoff up the middle to Graziano once more. Only gets a couple. And it looked like Matt Galloway and Martin Shields were in on that stop for the Lions. And we see Graziano finally just using brute force to get through the line and uh, take about three or four tacklers with him on the way down. Game so, three on the play. So the game plan doesn't p- have appear to have changed much from last week as we continue to go to the ground here and if it's effective, you might as well use right, it. Right, let the wing tee just ram it down the opposition's throat, especially in front of the home crowd here. Gain of three, second down, and seven from the 19. Handoff this time to Stevens. He has met behind the line of scrimmage, but manages to fall forward across the 20-yard line and maybe actually got a couple uh, yards out of that. Boy, did he take a hit hard uh, by Martin Shields again, and, and Nick was able to lurch forward. Shields still able to make the, f- the final motion on the tackle there. Excellent awareness down, there. It looks like he, he took the hit, was absorbed it, and at the same back. time was about ready to spin around so he didn't get the brunt of that. Yeah, got back to the line of scrimmage again, so that is that is a plus. So third down and seven from the 24. Yeah. Ron Alf split wide to the right now, this time also with Dan Giordano as the slot back. Johnson rolls out. Towards the near sideline, he's got a man downfield. It is complete to Giordano up across the 35 and just shy of the 40. And a nice play there, and he's now five for his last five as he carries over from last week. So what, what do you think the, the computer uh, average is there uh, for Johnson? Well, is, I, I believe he was I believe five in the 500s last week. Well, that was only 10 yards, so I believe it would <laughs> only go about a point because I don't think you can get much higher than 560. I never thought you can get so. higher than maybe 150. 
But stranger things and more wonderful things have happened this year for the Tigers as the season has worn on. First and 10 at their own 38 now with 5.26 to go first quarter. Johnson drops back, fakes a handoff to Graziano, hands off to Stevens. He's got a lane across the left side, 40, 45, 50, 55, 45, 40. I'm counting Canadian <laughs> yards there. And finally down just shy of Pius's 35-yard line. Well, the tackle made by Connor Myers on the far side of the field, and it was kind of close to, in NFL terms, a horse collar for Nick Stevens. He had some blockers, but the speedy corner able to track him down from behind. That was all Stevens on that play. He had just a tiny hole, maybe about two feet on either side, and he just was able to shoot through that gap and all of a sudden kicked into turbo mode. So we have first and 10 at the 36-yard line of Pius. As Johnson hands it off this time to Giordano, gets across the 35, then across the 30. And another nice job on the ball fake, and, able, and Giordano able to get a nice carry as number eight, Asmeyer, makes the stop. Gain of six on the play, so second down and four. Well, both sides moving the ball with ease early on. And hopefully the uh, Tigers have uh, a little more success inside the red zone. Well, we can, we can say they have uh, shorter hands and, and better <laughs> fingers and a little bit better execution. Well, and the league of competition is a lot tougher for the Tigers. Well, of course, you go. Johnson drops back, hands it off inside to Graziano, but he's stacked up just across the 30-yard line. Maybe picked up a yard. And Asmeyer on the stop again with the initial contact, wrapping up the legs of Graziano. And, yes, he did pick up a yard, so third down and looks like about a short three. For Marple Newtown with 3.55 to go, opening quarter, no score. Pius had the opening kickoff, fumbled deep in Marple Newtown territory. Now the Tigers are coming back with a vengeance and driving. No wide receivers in this set. Graziano and Diaguardi in the backfield. Johnson under center. Drops back, rolls to the right. He's got a man deep downfield. It is caught by Giordano at the 10. 5. Touchdown! So, War! There we are. <laughs> Where technology fails, we can pick it up. Well, a nice job by the Tigers there. Just got it over the corners. Outstretched arm, and Giordano was sitting there. And now Kevin Johnson... Six for six straight. That was an absolutely, that is a touch we have not seen all season. Well, he was able to roll out, and first of all, he had the time. Then he had the poise, and then just lofted it over that cornerback and had Giordano in the flat, and he was wide open all the rest of the way. So Adam Fender now on for the extra point. Spotted, kicked up, and perfectly through the uprights. So Marple Newtown takes a 7 to nothing lead with 3.30 left here in this opening quarter. Uh, Excellent sign. Hopefully well, more things to come. That's That was a big, big play there. And if the passing game is able to be this consistent this late in the season, they have come a long way, and it's very good to see. And this team has a very bright future, and that's just one of the marks there. Kevin Johnson showing that he has what it takes to be a, quarter, a great quarterback in the, for this Tigers program. 84-yard drive and only about seven or eight plays by my estimation. Of course, with that hookup, Johnson to Giordano. So, the Marple Newtown defense, fresh from that uh, early problems that allowed Pius to get deep in their own territory. Let's see if they can get juiced up and uh, go for a stop here. Well, that was a total of a 79-yard drive for the Tigers that time, capped off by that 29-yard touchdown pass. 
Adam Fender will be back to kick from the 40-yard line. Let's see if he can put a charge into one of those. The first kickoff he had was a low squibber that the pious receiver had a little bit of trouble with before breaking through. Everybody's lined up now, awaiting the kick. It is high, end over end, on the way, coming down to number Uh-oh, 40, fumbled. Aaron Torlecki, who fumbles it deep in, into his own territory. He was going back on that about the five-yard line, fumbled it backwards, and then just took a knee in the end zone. Well, that was uh, that was interesting, and Fender got a leg into that one. and he, his leg, He's another guy who's really come a long way since that first game, and as a junior, it, it, it's very, very good to see him do that, especially a guy who was converted kind of late in the season to the kicker position and, and brought onto the squad, and he's really developed his leg a lot. At least in the home game, the, the, the highest, deepest, and most effective kick, by my recollection, all season. So it will be first and ten for St. Pius from their own 20-yard line. Two wide receivers split, one left, one right, two backs. It's a handoff. Now option pitch behind the line of scrimmage, and Astheimer goes absolutely nowhere. He's dropped for a huge loss. Steve Reynolds was the first one there. He read that play the entire way and just put a lick in on Astheimer. I think Parkinson probably would have been better served just to tuck it under his arm and get maybe two or three yards on that and instead waited till the last second, and uh, it was a couple seconds too long and advantageous to the Marple Newtown defense. Loss of five on the play, so second down and 15 at the 15-yard line. 2.55 to go here in this opening quarter. And that's big. That kind of puts a, sends another message after that big touchdown to this, this St. Pius It says we are not, you, you shall not pass, yeah. especially the way they did in the opening drive. Not getting your first win tonight. Here we go. Three, four wide receivers this time. Parkinson fakes the handoff, keeps it, and Nick Stevens just comes right behind the line of scrimmage and drops Parkinson for yet another loss. Nice job by Nick Stevens, and, and he read it the correctly, and the best thing he did there was he stayed home. A lot of times linebackers like to f- see that fake and move to it. He stayed home, and that's why he was able to get a tackle Wrapped for up a Parkinson's loss. legs around his waist, and boom, brought him right down. Third down and Westchester. <laughs> Or third down in Pottstown, maybe more appropriate Westchester for, Pike, <laughs> for the Winged Lions. Third down and 17 in actuality from their own 13-yard line. This time again, four wide receivers set. Parkinson in the shotgun, drops back. He's at his goal line. He's being there rushed. He's being flushed out of the pocket. He's over towards the near sideline at the five. He rolls back. He's got a man over the far side of the field. It is complete this time to Aaron Tarlecki. He finally gets across the 15, across the 20, but nowhere near the first down marker, although it was a positive yardage play. Christian Whiteside was able to get over there. The defensive lineman showing some some speed there and able to get over and make the stop before he got anything. It looked like there may have been a hold. That might have been a sack if that if there was no hold and there was no call on the hold by the officials. So we have a punt for Pius, number Let's see number 20 looks like number 27 on the punt and it's a shank it's a clear shank it is high end over end coming down at the 40 yard line takes a Marple Newtown bounce and finally down by Matt Galloway at the 39 yard line well that ball hit the 40 yard line and checked up like a golf ball so there's a big advantage for the Tigers right there and that that punt was high, but not long at all. No, it was, you know, maybe you need a little bit of line drive there, but advantageous nonetheless for the Tigers, who only have a little bit more than 39 yards to go for their next uh, touchdown if that happens. 
106 to go here in this opening quarter. Ron Alf split wide to the right this time. Graziano, the lone man in the backfield. Johnson under center. Man in motion is Diaguardias. Johnson rolls out. He's being rushed. He's being hit, and he's being dragged down at the 46-yard line. And a big, big sack there by the Lions, number 25, Tyler, Tyler Pollock. I don't so, think Johnson felt the heat really until the last no, second. It, it, didn't look, it didn't look like he felt it or, or even thought about it at all because if, if he did, he probably would have thrown it away. So, But that, that, that was a nice pressure by Pollock for the, Lion, for the Lions. He was yeah. able to get in quickly on that blitz from that corner position, that linebacker spot, and just get in there and use his speed to track down Johnson. Just a little bit of a damper here, although they are still in Lions territory now at the 45, facing a second down and 15. No wide receivers in this set. Graziano, the lone man in the backfield. Johnson under center. Hand off to the right. Misses a tackle at the 45 across the 40. And he is dragged down close to the original line of scrimmage, about the 38 or 39. Number 20, Mike Matthews on the stop for the Lions. So we will reverse field as we come to the end of this opening quarter. Marple Newtown Tigers with a 7-0 lead. They are driving. They will now be coming from our... Right to our left. And you're listening to the Tigers Radio Network presented exclusively by the United States Marine Corps. This is the Tigers Radio Network. And you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. <laughs> 